Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Three Northern Boys podcast. Uh, it's a new episode. It's been a while. It's Rob here with Rich tonight. How are you doing, Rich? Good, thank you. Yeah, how are you? I'm doing brilliant. I'm doing great. It's Friday. We finished work for the weekend. Well, I have. I don't know about yourself. Um, so I'm looking forward to a nice weekend. Yeah, not finished quite yet. I've got to work a little bit more, but we need the money, so... <laughs> well, Christmas is coming, in it? So we're looking forward to the festive episode over Christmas when we can do a, a best of of the year so far, which we'll do uh, coming up in the on the Christmas period. Yeah, One to look forward to. One to look forward yeah. to, the best of 2020, the worst of 2020. We might do two separate shows. Um, that's what I'm thinking. That might be on the docket. We'll see how we go. The worst of 2021. Yeah, 2021. It's not 2020. <laughs> I'm losing I'm losing the years, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the best of 2021, and it'll be the four of us, hopefully, coming on and doing the show. Fingers crossed. Stuff. So, Rich, um, I suppose we'll talk today, since we've not talked Liverpool for about two, three weeks, um, it's been a pretty good few weeks as being a Liverpool fan. Yeah, not bad. Obviously culminating with the Derby victory on Wednesday night, 4-1 against Everton. Yep. Yeah, it's been a uh, uh, good two weeks, really, I suppose. Uh, 12 goals in three Premier League games, only conceding uh, one. One. Yeah, one. On the Tuesday night's match. So they're in uh, good shapes at the moment. Uh, me and you managed to watch the actual the Southampton Liverpool game together on the stream. Yeah, we did. That was uh, that was good by uh, alternative means, shall we say. We yeah. can't say any more than that, but yeah, we did. Yeah. It was, yeah. Uh, it was good. It was uh, surreal thing because he was kind of lagging so I'd get the score before you came on the on your um on the iPad so that was a bit strange wasn't it yeah it was like a clairvoyance I suppose was the word for it really yeah. it was like a strange like 10 like two minute delay it was weird yeah but that's what happens when you try and get a stream for a for a football game uh, by other means mm-hmm. so uh, this is unfortunately thing you just have to turn your uh, Telephone off, I suppose, is the best way to do it. Yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is, isn't it? But yeah, it's been. Uh, well, I think our last episode was uh, after the West Ham game, was it? Before the international break, I believe. I think might have been. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Oh, we talked about the Manchester United and the West Ham game, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I think that was the last game. Then we obviously had that annoying two-week break for the internationals, which probably weirdly did us a favour in the end. Um, I think it did. We were uh, struggling a little bit when we played West Ham, but I think we were struggling a little bit before that. It's just that they were the first side to beat us. And uh, I think it helped, really, because uh, Brighton, before that, was another game that could have easily been lost. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, losing to West Ham, I think, actually helped. And that gave them time to reassess things and come back and... In hindsight, obviously, it's a good thing that they come back strong and better than what they were before the international break. It's mad, isn't it, how that West Ham, like you say, result and the Brighton one, we were, that was our little little mini slump. And it seemed to, like you say, galvanise us, give us a kick up the backside and turn the fortunes around completely, really, didn't it, after that? I, it seems that way, anyway. Yeah, they're, um, 
but they're good players, aren't they? Good, intelligent footballers. They know when they've played badly and they've got such high expectations as a football team. Uh, and they're proving it again this season after after getting a proper pre-season that they're one of the best teams in the league, if not in European football as well. My indeed. They've shown, they've shown like these past three matches, they've got to show them what, how good they are and how, how, how well they can just... If they get on the front foot, press like they have been doing, they can batter teams, dominate teams, which is what we have done in the past four, three games, really. Maybe bar the Porto match, but that was um, an outlier due to us resting players, but we still won that game anyway. So, you know, we've only lost one game all season, which is, come. we're in December, it's pretty bonkers, really, isn't it, when you think about it? Yeah. Breaking a lot of records too, and like you say, it's only December. Mo mm. Salah is almost on twenty goals, and it's only December. My age. So yeah, that's true. It, it would be a shame to think that at the end of the season, if they didn't win one of the big prizes, especially in the league, I'd be really, really gutted because, uh, yeah, I think they've looked. Most impressed. I know Chelsea and Man City are doing well, but I just think for me, Liverpool looks more impressive than those two other teams. Well, you, um, well, yeah. You think about us. We have the, the, um, we seem to have that in us where we can just blow teams out of the water, which City and Chelsea don't seem to have. They seem to keep games tight, not concede many, and nick a goal. And win like one no one nil or two one, but we are blowing teams away. When you think mm. away from home, we've won five nil at Manchester United, four one at Everton, five nil at Watford. You mm. know, it's, that's the difference. We just seem to be on another level when it comes to scoring goals and putting teams to the sword. We're ruthless at the moment, I think. Yeah, well, you know, if look at Chelsea, one two one away at Watford. I mean, obviously, Ranieri's had time now to uh, adjust his tactics, but uh, it was a bit of a struggle for them, even though there was a delay in the game, obviously. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I just think if Liverpool give the opposition less uh, good chances in front of goal, then they'll win a a lot of games till the end of the season. I mean, they've already won three in a row now, so... uh, I don't know what. Well, Chelsea obviously drew the week in the week against Manchester United. Um, yeah, they did. Sorry, yeah. So uh, you know, I don't know what City have done. Uh, I think they've the won. Games. I don't know they've won all of them, but I still think it's Liverpool and City are the ones that can go on a a long run, whereas Chelsea might. I still think might stutter. Well, they did when they played Manchester United. That is true. When you think about it, Rich, we've put ourselves in a good position. We're, what, two points behind Chelsea in third and uh, we've set ourselves up well and um, we're finally poised in that in the division. We're not too far away. So mm. it's all to play for, really, isn't it? These next few weeks might be telling as to how we get on, um, especially when... We're gonna lose Salah, Salah and Mane for a few games in in like December, January, aren't we? Is it end December and January for a few games. Early I think? Gen- yeah. 
uh, FA Cup um, to the Premier League matches, but I'm not quite sure which ones it is, but it might not even be two. It depends on how well uh, they do in the African nations. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it, that's that's going to be the one, but also Chelsea are going to be without Mendy. Yeah, and Kante, can- can- oh no, Kante's French, I'll tell you why. He's French, isn't he? <laughs> I forgot. Uh, Man City are the only ones who don't suffer from it. I think Zayic as well in it at Chelsea, I suppose. Yeah. So there's so, a couple. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Mahrez as well with City, but yeah. I don't know whether he's played very much recently for them. I don't think so, no. I don't think he has, to be fair. So they're probably the side that are looking at this and thinking, well, you know, we might be able to build up a steal and march on the other two teams. But again, that's not a given because... Um, you know, they were fortunate in a sense, maybe not even to draw against uh, West Ham at the weekend. Uh, and the game against Aston Villa was a very close run thing as well. It, Aston Villa had a chance in the last minute, I think it was to equalise, and they missed it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, we'll see. I still, I'm still fairly confident, um, but you just never know. True, it's a long season. There's a lot of still... Pl- Football left to be played, so you don't know how things are going to go. Um, I suppose we'll look into the the games in more depth. Obviously, Arsenal. We uh, just it was tight for a bit first half, but once we got that first goal, we seemed to just um, get on top, and they just didn't seem to have much answer back. Did they? They were obviously on a good run, and they'd won a few games in a row, but they're not at our level yet. They were 12, 12 and 12 uh, goals and goals conceded. Uh, and before that game, I think they'd only scored seven goals in open play. Mm. So, a side that has Aubameyang and Saka and uh, Lacazette, Lacazette. Is it? yeah. it's not really uh, showing a great deal. So, before the game, I wasn't worried in terms of losing. I think it was more so whether we, we could just get the win. And it turned out that way, like you said. And, they're okay, but this I, I just still think they're an average team. You never know in the future they might get better, but uh, he's got a lot of young players in there that you just don't know. Do you? It, it can work for you or it can work against you. That is true. Yeah, it's like you say, a lot of inexperienced guys. Saka, I like, he's a good player. I think he's excellent. Lacazette, I think, is on his way out from Arsenal. Obama <laughs> Yang, I don't know, he seems to have gone off the boil Pepe colossal waste of money seems to be can't get in the team anymore Partey's a decent player they've got a few good good players but like you say if it wasn't for Ramsdale in that game they'd have lost by a lot more so yeah I think uh, you look at like out of the top three um, Chelsea are only just in there because the just scraping by in the sense that they're winning games. But apart from those three, well, I, I don't know. I even put just apart from Liverpool and Chelsea, Liverpool and City, okay, Chelsea are in there now, but the rest of the league is pretty pretty much the same, I think. When you look at it from uh, us to West Ham in th- fourth, we're so already seven points ahead of them, yeah. aren't we? So that that's telling. West Ham obviously have that good result against us, but since then, I don't think they've won a game, have they, since they played us? Uh, yeah, I'm not 
good show. Another Drew with Brighton on Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. Um, lost to City. Lost to City, yeah. But think... again, a bit unlucky. And then Although, it's, it's, uh, it, I think they'll be mightily disappointed if they don't take that top spot mm. because they've actually got quite a good uh, team of players there. Mm. Compared to some of the other teams, so I think they'll be mightily disappointed if they miss out on Champions League spot. It is mad though, and it's very much a muchness of everybody else bar the top three, isn't it? The top three are streets ahead of everybody else, it seems to be. Yeah. Just looking on form. We'll move on, obviously, the Porto game was a pretty nothing match for us. We'd already won the won the uh, league. Obviously, a win's always nice, 15 points, five wins out of five. Blind a goal by Thiago, what a goal that was. <clears throat> Unbelievable, but... Nice to see Tyler Morton get his debut, and we didn't play fantastically well, but we still won, I suppose. That's the main thing. I, I found it quite amusing that they had one or two chances to score, and they passed it up, and then we just took over after that. Really, um, quite quite a funny way that the game went. I was surprised, but that I think that's how good we are. I think it shows how good we are as a as a team and as a squad, and that. Uh, I think we, us fans, should have had a bit more faith in the summertime because, I mean, if Tyler Morton's coming in and playing the Champions League games, Porto and doing quite well uh, for his age, that just shows you what faith uh, they have in the academy plays. Well, that's the way you've got to be, hasn't it? You can't... <coughs> it's nice to see young lads coming through and you're not having to go out and spend ridiculous amounts of money on a a player who might not be any better than what you've already got and you've got to have that you, you're investing in the academy why not use it and see how the kids go obviously you've got to be careful about how you do it but we seem to be doing it the right way and bringing the lads in at the right time you've got obviously Jones you've got Trent who's world class now he's world class player and there's there's one or two in bubbling under isn't there like Gordon and uh, Morton and a few others which is all goes well for the future, and it's nice to see young lads getting a chance and playing well. And obviously, you know, it's good for, good for us going forward. I think. Yeah, they're uh, <clears throat> they've worked hard on it in the academy, um, but it's like anything when it comes to young players. There's, you might get a group that come in all of a sudden that are very, very, very good, but then it might be a long time before the next time. Um, but I think for their perspective, as long as talents are coming up and then they can, if they want to move them on and they can make money from it as well. It's not just that players get into the first team, but also players are professional footballers. Well, yeah, I suppose for the academy, if they can sell a player, it keeps them going for another year, doesn't it? And or another couple of years, if they can sell a youngster like they've done with guys they've had in like Ive and Brewster and... Guys like that, they sold for decent money and that's obviously pays for the academy right there, doesn't it, for a year or a couple of years? Which is, like you say, that's yeah, what they want. You get like Ryan, Ryan Brewster for £25 million. You know, who'd ever thought we'd get £25 million for it? Um, and a lot of people wanted to stay, but, you know, that, like you say, that's what you want. Uh, you want to make a profit on players that, you know, won't get into the first team because there's limited opportunities. That is true. Uh, the next game, obviously, for us was Southampton at the weekend, last weekend. Another 4-0 victory. Uh, two goals for Jota. 
Um, I think Virgil got his first of the season, I think, from the corner. Yeah. And um, I can't think who scored the other one for the life of me now. Thiago. Oh, yes, he did. Of course, yes. Yes, so I think for me, you're looking at the moment, Jota is playing really well at the moment and he's he's scoring goals for fun, a bit like Mo Salah, really. Um, what do you think he's... His impact's been since he's come in. Obviously, last season he was. We signed him last summer and he did well up to his injury, but he seems to be doing even better this year. Um, I thought his first game in after Firmino got injured was a bit. Uh, his his play in general wasn't great. Didn't seem to be able to link up well with the the midfield. Uh, but he still scored, <laughs> and then. Uh, after that match, um, Paul, uh, Porto game, did he, he didn't play in that one, did he? I don't think he did, no. No, I don't no. think so. And then he came back for Southampton and Southampton and uh, Everton, those two games, his, his displays have got better and better. I know he scored goals, but I also like to look at how he plays with the other players on the pitch. and yeah. Especially against Everton on Tuesday night, he was, wow. Uh, I don't think he really did anything wrong. You know, his oof, his levels of play are tremendous at the moment, and we we've not got one goal scorer. We've got three goal scorers up top, and you know, if Firmino comes back as well and he carries on scoring like he did before he got injured, then you got four goal scorers in that in that team. It's uh, incredible. It's pretty mad, isn't it? When you think you look at the Premier League goal scorers, Salah's top with thirteen. And then I think it's Matt, is it um, Vardy with nine? And then I think Jota's got eight. And then Matt's Mane's Matt. got seven, yeah. <laughs> pretty mad, isn't it? It's pretty mad. It's crazy. Yeah. Though they were doing it in the Champions League, weren't they, before? Um, Mane, Firmino and Salah. Mm. And uh, Mane was always the one that was a little bit behind, but his goal scoring average is still fantastic. Mm. Considering he's not a striker. And natural striker as yeah. he used to um, so yeah I mean that that, that game against Southampton um, it was just perfect from the first whistle really I suppose oh yeah it was excellent and uh, obviously Wednesday's game battering Everton is always nice and sitting when we ain't won there since 2015 2016 I think was the uh, last it's minute winner I think I think yeah, Manny's last 15. minute winner so, no, it was uh, 2016, I think it was. Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was the last victory. So, it's, and before that, I think it was 2011, so it's kind of a symmetry. Every five years, we seem to win at Goodison. <laughs> yeah, so we'd have to wait till what, 2026. Uh, six, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, never mind. <laughs> but, Enjoy this one. <laughs> well, to be fair, I was a bit worried when it went to 2-1, but the result... Was never really in doubt, was it? To be to be fair, in the game, I never felt worried really. Even if, even if, um, I mean, we spoke about it at half time. Mm. Um, I just felt as though if they sorted out uh, the right hand side uh, and were a bit more uh, clever at um, filling the holes there on that right, where Gray was having a little bit of joy then I think they'd be alright and that's what they did mm. second half and showed because 
Gray didn't have the same impact that he was having in that uh, towards the end of that first half. And yeah, I think it was just the case that you saw that Jordan Henderson was still attacking, but he wasn't attacking as much as what he did in the first half. Yeah. Um, and I also, I think obviously that the goal made a massive difference mm. uh, to change the way that Everton uh, thought about attacking us, but. I was surprised by how much they tried to attack us. I didn't think they'd be like that at all. Yeah, I thought they'd be like um, a typical Rafa team, sit sit and soak up the pressure and let us have all the ball and hit us on the break. That's what I was expecting. Um, I don't know if you were the same, but that's what I thought he'd play. But for some reason, he seemed to go for it and kind of played into our hands for a lot of it, didn't it? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I was the same as you. You know, obviously we've... Had a lot of experience with Rafa Benitez from his times with us that it wasn't very often he let um, the team attack first. It always seemed to be wait and see what the opposition give us and then we can figure it out. But uh, yeah, he surprised a lot of people. I think this time he stuck with the same formation he had against, um, oh, who was it they played? Brentford. Mm. Uh, and they lost that one as well. I heard they were pretty dire, as far as I could tell from what I heard. Yeah. Uh, uh, so they came out in that match, in this game, and it's like, well, if you want to do that against us, then fair enough, because we'll just uh, go for it. And we did straight from the whistle, really. And the funny thing was, like, as soon as we started doing that, Everton fans just lost it. Well, they started leaving, didn't they, when it went 2-0 after 20 minutes? You could yeah. see some of them leaving, and like... Even if we were playing that bad, you just would not leave, would you? After 20 minutes, if you're a true supporter. Mm, Goodison Park is, if you're an Everton player, if they're not playing well, it's not the best place you want to be playing your football. Because the fans can be terrible, but it's been like that for since like the late 80s, early 90s, when they, when, well, early 90s, should have said, when it started to go away a bit lopsided for them the, that hate's been there with the, in the crowd and it's very often it's not very often it's enjoyable no, <laughs> uh, no. be a good park in the atmosphere because I, I I didn't like that last night I think I would have felt a bit embarrassed if I was an Everton fan the way they were some of the fans were holding on to the ball in the crowd and they had to get another ball from the touchline instead and you're just thinking what this ain't helping your team at all well, it's defeating the object. It ain't good. You're just prolonging the the the, the um, inevitable, aren't you? Really. You know, and they're the like us. They they can be. They have a massive say on the impact of the team, because Goodison Park is a very atmospheric stadium with the crowd in, because obviously it was the scouts as well, and they they can have a big impact on a football match when they're on when the when they're in form, mm. the crowd. But it seems always to be when they play us, it's like, you know, we hate everything now. And when the side loses, it's like, oh God, you know, it, it just it's just another kick in the teeth for, for the players. And You know, they can say all they want. Some fans were saying they were supporting the players on Tuesday night and they were, they were angry with the owners. But take it out on the owners after the match. Don't do it when the game's playing. Yeah, be- yeah. All I could hear was just nasty, nasty stuff coming out of the crowd and on the television, obviously, because the cameras, the the microphones are picking it up. Mm. Uh, but to be in that situation, I thought it just played into our hands. 
religious. Oh yeah, well once that's the thing, and if the fans get on your back and don't support you and go nuts when they're losing, then the team's gonna it's gonna affect the team, isn't it? Just the way they play, and it's gonna get on them because they'll be like, oh, feel a bit demoralized when the fans are booing you and saying you're rubbish. It's like you don't want to hear that as a player. You want to, the team to be behind you. Yeah, I mean it's mad. I mean leaving after twenty minutes, like you say, it's you paid a lot of money for yeah. that ticket. Yeah, it's not cheap. And then you look like a right fool if you walked home and then you find out they won three two. Yeah, yeah. How, how how much of an idiot would you feel then? You know, and, um, yeah, just uh, it was. <laughs> I I don't want to say it was funny, but uh, it was a little funny. But um, I didn't like when we started singing. You know, uh, Raph, Raph is at the wheel. I didn't get that because I, I thought that was obviously disrespectful to Yeah, I thought they started just singing Rafa Benitez, the, the Rafa Benitez song they used to sing. When he yeah, was but they were also singing Raph is at the wheel. Oh, really? I didn't hear that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I didn't like that. Why I, sing I about. Disrespectful for him. Why sing about the other team when you can sing about your own team and just sing about your own team winning? Who cares about yeah. the other team? Doesn't doesn't make a blind bit of difference. Cheer your own team and cheer, sing songs about the team. Who cares yeah. about the opposition? You, you know, it's one of those. Yeah, that disappointed me. Um, I didn't like that. And uh, yeah, like you say, he's singing about Rafa Benitez. He's not our manager anymore. You know, I know why they're doing it to stick the knife into the Everton fans and wind them up. But that's yeah. just the way modern football is these days, isn't it? It's just people like to wind each other up. It's not. Yeah, like it wind them up by just. Singing Liverpool are the greatest. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's all you have to do, yeah. Sing Just Liverpool watch songs. Celebrate the goals like they were doing. Yeah. But yeah, the, the, things like that. Just uh, it's not part of football for me. But there you go. It it is what it is. But we won anyway, so yeah. you know, up the reds. The main <laughs> thing, and then looking forward to tomorrow's game away at Watford. Not Watford Wolves. Wolves. Away at Wolves. We already played Watford. Uh, how do you <laughs> think this one's gonna go? What do you reckon? I think we'll win. Hopefully. I think Watford are, Watford are exciting to You're watch. You're saying Watford to me now. Wolves. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> You're doing me now. <laughs> Wolves are exciting to watch, but they don't score many goals. That seems to be an issue yeah. with a lot of a lot of teams, doesn't it? Yeah, I think if you just defend well and play like, play like they did against Everton, they'll win again. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Hopefully <clears> it'll, it'll happen and we'll get another victory on the road and hopefully a few more goals and keep that streak going. Is it 18 games in a row scoring two or more goals or something? Yeah, they can do that easily. Uh, you know, obviously I could shoot myself in the foot now and they could lose one there or something, but yeah, it, could they, it, it just don't, it doesn't seem like anybody's figured out a way to stop them from scoring goals. Mm. Even, even though West Ham beat us, it was only by one goal. And we had a chance to equalise right near the end as well. Yeah. Mane's header, he could have, should have buried it really. Yeah. So, so I think if you see Liverpool's defensive side of the game improve again, like it has done the last three, then... Uh, I don't know where Watford uh, doing it again. It's the Malays. I've given you the Malays. Uh, I don't know what Wolves do. How Wolves are going to score a lot, of, uh, a lot of goals against us. True. Well, we're looking wider football, I suppose. Um, recently, with all the managerial changes, obviously Man United have got a new manager in Ragnick now, and 
Um, Newcastle with Eddie Howe. Uh, I'm trying to think who else has been changed managers recently. Watford, obviously. Ranieri. I'm sure uh, Tottenham with Conte. Um, how do you think these new managers are going to get on in regards to the teams they've got? And how do you see, I suppose, the Christmas period going with these teams and other teams? No idea, really. Um, I don't think there'll be a big difference, to be honest. It's too short of a time to really stamp anybody's ideas on the, on the team. I suppose the most interesting one will be to watch is Newcastle because they can't get any worse, really, I suppose. Mm. Uh, they still haven't won a game this season, have they? Nope, not won a game yet. Only got seven points. Yeah. Something like that, so... Uh, yeah, so, you know, they're probably the more interesting one. The other ones is a bit easier because they've already got wins under the belts and they're not in, excuse me, they're not in an awful positions. Oh, the other uh, one was Norwich and Villa. Yeah. There's been a few, Stephen Gerrard at Villa, yeah. Dean Smith at <laughs> Norwich. There's been quite a few managerial yeah. changes, haven't there? You don't, you this don't must forget. be the most managerial changes in a Premier League season. It's got to be. Is it, is it about eight or nine? Something like that? It's so early as well. It's not even Christmas yet. Well, there could be another one at Goodison Park if you if they're not careful as well. Mm. Could happen. Yeah, we'll see. Could happen. But, yeah, it's been a mad one, hasn't it? It's just like nobody bar probably Pep Guardiola, Tuchel and Klopp and maybe David Moyes are safe at the moment. Yeah. Maybe Arteta now, but... That only takes a bad run and he could be under the cosh again. So, and maybe Dice at Burnley. Yeah, uh, but again, I, I think the only way that he'd end up going is if he left. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't, I don't think they'll fire him. No. Uh, I think they'll stay up, to be honest, because I think there's Norwich. Well, yeah, Norwich, Newcastle. Um, you never know, Brenton might get pulled into it yet. Southampton. Still. They're struggling, Southampton. Yeah. Um. There's quite a few down there. Man United are not far off the bottom. <laughs> which yeah, is it's surprising. Mad because you can, one win can push you further up and then one defeat can, or a draw can push you further down. So. True, true, yeah. Yeah, it's really weird, to be honest. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how things go. Um, Man United... Is the interesting one with Ragnik in it? Um, I think they've made a, a canny appointment after all the disasters of the past few years. Um, as obviously he is only going to be managed till the summer, and then he's going to be like director of football or something mad like that. I'm not sure, yeah. but I think that's a canny appointment. Um, I think he'll do well there, which pains me to say, but um, I still worry about them. Ronaldo still lingers, looms over there large, doesn't he? But he did score two on uh, last night, so the field goal factor seems to be back a bit at Man- Manchester United. Yeah, but I think they should be expected to beat Arsenal. Yeah. With the players that they got. That's um, true. They've got a little bit more experience and slightly better players. Not not much more, but a little. Um, yeah. They should be getting into the Champions League spots, but that's not guaranteed. And you know what they're like. They're so up and down from day to day. So yeah. they could quite easily lose this weekend. Um, 
So it's not, yeah, we'll see. They had that same effect when Solskjaer took over and then look what happened. Yeah, very up and down, aren't they? You just don't know what you're going to get from one week to the next. It's like watching us back in the 90s, isn't it? In the 2000s when when we were changing managers quite a bit and yeah, it's quite funny how they'd fallen like we did after the third year left. Just shows you, doesn't it? Yeah, I don't think we've there's ever been a time when Liverpool and Manchester United have been at the top of domestic football together for a, a, a number of seasons. Don't think it's I don't know where it's ever happened. Yeah, that's true. Because when we were winning everything, they were like top, top, what? top half, but not doing much. Winning the other yeah. FA Cup, stuff like that. <coughs> Mad in it how things go. But yeah, so football wise, I suppose. It's one of those. I don't know what else you'd like to chat about tonight. Have you got any more subjects you want to speak about regards what we've missed, what we're what we're looking forward to coming up? Anything in particular? Well, uh, Chicago Bulls won last night, or in in America anyway. They did, yeah. They beat the Knicks again. Yeah, got revenge after the defeat last time around. Yeah, at the back, the the Wilder now uh, sixteen and eight, isn't it? I think. Yeah, I think. Second in the Eastern Conference, I think, behind the Miami Heat, I believe. Miami Heat, yeah. Yeah, so uh, that was a good win. I'll watch that one later, I think, if I get a chance. Uh, And, yeah, we talked about the NBA last night, me and Anthony on the podcast, so if anybody's not listened to it, you can check it out. Give it a listen, yeah. Uh, It's Clutch Time. Yeah, it's Clutch Time Episode 2 came out today. Yeah, yeah, came out today a bit earlier on, and uh, obviously myself and Paul did our this week's episode of uh, the line of scrimmage last night, talking all things NFL. Already for week, I think it's week thirteen. I think this week, what I remember. Yeah. So another good, exciting weekend of NFL coming up on Sunday. Um, there was a game last night. Dallas beat New Orleans. Quite an exciting game. So yeah, it's a. Uh, yeah, it's a bit this week for sport. I suppose it's winding down a bit for Christmas. You've got the Grand Prix in Saudi Arabia coming up Sunday, which is a very, very tight two-horse race between Verstappen and Hamilton. Now it's getting really, really close. Could go either way, so it's quite exciting on the uh, on the old um, NF, uh, Formula One. Uh, we've got the MLS playoffs are happening at the moment. It's another. Big thing. Um, NHL still going strong. Seasons in full swing in the NHL. Um, yeah, it's been a quite a good, busy couple of weeks. And you've got another UFC uh, fight card, which we talked about last night. And then uh, interesting boxing match coming up in a few weeks. Tice, Tommy Fury and Jake Paul, which should be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. Uh, uh, laughable, really, I think, but there you go. Yeah, it's uh, all hype. It's going to be interesting to watch, but it's one of those. I don't think I'll be paying for it. I don't think they deserve my £20, 20 pounds or whatever it is in it over here. Some mad, yeah. mad money. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, excuse me. No, my watch going mental. <laughs> Apologies there for that. Siri's trying to talk to me about British money for some reason. Yeah, giving you the exchange rate. Yeah, I think so. 
So yeah, that's pretty much what I've got to chat about. You want to chat about anything else while we're on, Rich? Have you got any other subjects you want to talk about while we're while we're thinking on? No, that's it. Uh, don't have any other things that have come into mind. So we can always call it a wrap. Yeah, it's been another good episode. It was a bit of a shorter one this one tonight. Just me and you talking all things Liverpool really and a bit of football chat. So I think it's been a good one. Obviously, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Three Northern Boys Podcast. Uh, have you got an Instagram, Twitter, anything like that, Rich, that we can follow you on? Uh, I have, but uh, I can't remember it, uh, what it is, actually. <laughs> is it Richard TM Boys or something like that on Twitter? I think it is, yeah. And then uh, on... Is it Richard376 or something like that? Richard.Craig3356 or 365 or something, I think it is. 367, maybe, I'm not sure. <clears throat> something like that, but um, yeah, check me out yeah. if you want to check I'm at Hybrid Rob on both Twitter and Instagram. Check me out there. Um, yeah, well, don't forget to listen to us on all your podcast apps, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Don't forget yeah. to give us a like, review. Give us your thoughts, what you think of us. Spread the word to everybody you know. Tell us, tell them all there's a good podcast out there that would be a good listen. Yeah, stuff like that, really. Just keep us in the loops. We're trying to get the listeners out there and a bit more bit more listener wise to uh keep us going yeah so it's been another good week i just let's say it's been a great one good to talk to you rich tonight yeah you too by the way if anybody wants to follow me just go into three northern boys on twitter can't you or instagram and then our uh, yeah. our name who's following so yeah all pops up it's all all there yeah. in it yeah so I'd just like to say it's goodbye from me, Rob, for this week, and goodbye from Rich. It's goodbye from him. Yes, good night, everybody. Have a good one.